We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Baisley, catch me out. There you go. Catches, kicks, Dort for the win. It's good! Another ferocious slam by Hamadou Diallo. For the lead, Gilgis Alexander got it! The Thunder lead by one! What is up? Welcome to the Uncontested Podcast. We are part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and the official podcast of BoomtownHoops.com. Folks, the losing streak has been broken. The Thunder do not set a franchise record. They only tie it at 14 straight losses as Oklahoma City goes into Boston and beats the Celtics tonight, 119 to 115, ruining the tank. Not really. Uh, One in 14 is still a very solid tank. But breaking the, the losing record, surprisingly, I don't think anybody had this one on the radar, although Taylor is going to claim that he called this on Sunday night's podcast, and he did. Um, you know, even a broke clock is right twice a day. So the Thunder have broken the losing streak. They are still at the fifth spot in the tank standings for the fifth best lottery odds, but now only a half game up on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, it would be horrible news for the Thunder to slip to sixth after all of the tanking they've been doing, but there's still a chance the Thunder can and probably will lose a lot more games before the end of the season, and they will have the opportunity to continue to climb the draft lottery board and get the best odds they possibly can. After the game tonight, I went live on the Locker Room app to break this one down. We had a lot of people in tonight, Thunder fans, Celtics fans, Uh, My guy, Alex Golden, who covers the Indiana Pacers, even jumped in. 
so it was a great night on Locker Room. If you guys have not already, I would highly encourage you to go download the Locker Room app. Uh, all Apple users can get it, and it is now in beta for Android users. So Android users, go download the Locker Room app. You can follow all of our co-hosts on there to catch us whenever we do a locker room show live post game, and we'll be doing them all over the summer as well. And you can find tons of other really fascinating and fun conversations happening in locker room. So I'd highly encourage you to download it. With all of that being said, I'm going to go ahead and patch you over to my audio from locker room tonight. Hope you guys enjoy, and we will be back with you again Thursday night after the Thunder take on the New Orleans Pelicans. The streak is over. The Thunder tie a franchise record 14-game losing streak, but they don't break it as they win tonight in Boston, 119-115. to It has been literally a month since we've been able to say the Thunder have won a basketball game. And surprisingly, uh, the win is controversial for a lot of Thunder fans as the tank was rolling along. But the Thunder pick up a win tonight, which puts them at 21 and 41 on the season. They are still in fifth place in the tank standings, uh, but now only a half game up on the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, Cleveland is at 21 and 40. The Thunder have one more loss than Cleveland. So they are still fifth place, but hanging on by a thread. Uh, This pushes the Thunder farther away from teams like Detroit, Orlando, and Minnesota. You you would have to think the Thunder want to get at least the fifth best odds after this massive losing streak. You you don't want to to slip in the standings this late in the season. But the Thunder do come out and beat the Boston Celtics tonight. We have to give credit where credit is due. The Thunder young guys played really, really well tonight. Uh, Let's start with Lou Dort, 24 points, four rebounds, two assists. Uh, He was not very efficient from the floor, only 36%, but 38% from three. Uh, Lou played well, as he always does, although Jalen Brown did have a very, very good night. Um, But but a good night from Lou. We also have to mention Darius Baisley. Man, I'm I'm kind of torn on Darius Baisley, and I'm interested to know what our listeners think on this as well. But Baisley tonight, 21 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists. He shot 53% from the floor, 66% from 3, only 50% from the free throw line. But 6 turnovers. 6 turnovers for Baisley. It's like he just he can't get over the hump. He's, you know, sometimes he shows flashes, and sometimes it just looks really bad. He drives to the rim with zero plan just throws the ball up randomly and hopes that somebody else grabs it then there's other times where he drives to the rim and looks very competent throws down a dunk so it is it is interesting with Baisley you hope he continues to progress but uh uh I mean good night for him tonight 21 and 10 is a solid night for Baisley but those six turnovers he's got to to trim those back he's got to get those down um Isaiah Roby and Ty Jerome, 15 points apiece. Ty, 15, four rebounds, three assists, and a steal, and four turnovers for Ty. Roby, 15.7 rebounds, one assist. Ty Jerome has been playing really well. I, I have been on the Ty Jerome bandwagon ever since he started playing in OKC after the G League bubble. 
I think the kid's got something, and I'm excited to see how he progresses. Still under contract for two more years after this season, so they have quite a bit of time to work with Ty, but he's been really, really solid, uh, and it's been really fun to watch Ty and his growth and his development. So hopefully uh, that continues. I think Ty is definitely going to be a player on this team moving forward, uh, and not starting, obviously, but a a a bench player, a bench point guard uh, when Shea and Dort are starting. Uh, I will I will be interested to see how Ty continues to develop, but he's he's been well. Uh, my guy, Alexei Pokashevsky, twelve point six rebounds, four assists, five of twelve from the field, two of four from three. Poku just continues to do stuff, man. Like it's so much fun to watch to see what he does, how he plays. He had some passes tonight where it's just like the game, you can tell that the game for Poku is starting to slow down. And it's it's just it's so impressive. Like the skill is so blatantly there. It's just gonna take experience. I can't wait to see what Poku looks like three years from now when he's a 22-year-old, right? And and he's got this experience, he's got uh some some more muscle on his body. Uh, the game has really slowed down for him at that point, and to see what he'll really be able to do, it's going to be so much fun. I think the sky is the limit for Poku. Actually, speaking of, yesterday, uh, on Monday, The Athletic and Sam Vecini did a 2020 NBA draft redraft and, and retook or redrafted all the players to see where they would go. Poku landed at number seven, which is incredibly surprising right jumping 10 spots into the top 10 into the top eight it just shows kind of what people around the league and what scouts think of poku there is so much potential there the the seven footer who can do a little bit of everything the sky's the limit for this kid like i at this point uh i don't think it's a matter of poku might be out of the league in two or three years i don't think that's going to happen uh, at all i think Two to three years from now, we're closer to Poku being an all-star than we are to Poku being out of the league. Not saying he's going to be an all-star, but I think we're closer to that than Poku being out of the league. Before we go on, let's get through some of the comments. Again, we are live on Locker Room tonight. If any of you are interested in hopping up on stage uh, and chatting with me, please hit that request to speak button. But right now, let's scroll through some of these comments and see what Thunder fans are thinking. Clay says, honestly, what a great win for the development. I mean, yeah, we saw a lot of the young guys ball out. Like I've mentioned, Ty, Roby, Lou, Baisley, Poku all had really solid nights. But at the end of the day, like you want a top five pick and to get a top five pick, you need to continue losing. The Thunder had had a chance to continue climbing the board. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I just saw, so we were recording this at 9 p.m. Central Time on Tuesday night, and I just saw that Dallas-Golden State score. 36-12 to in the first quarter. Holy crap. What got into Dallas? That's insane. Okay, sorry. Sorry, that was that was a bit of an aside. I, I was just scanning NBA.com, and that just blew my mind. Holy crap. Okay. Anyways, the Thunder had a chance to continue to climb the tank standings. Technically, they still do, um, but... 
they you you want them to lose at this point, not win, right? Because that's what's best for the long term health of this franchise. Um, Jeremiah Caesar says, if we finish with the six best odds, I blame the Celtics. I'm going to get into this in just a moment, Jeremiah. Some of this game was good play by the young Thunder guys, but to me, this game was just how god freaking awful the Boston Celtics were. I'm going to dive into that in just a second. Uh, Daniel Sinney says we had 27 turnovers. Yes, it's crazy that the Thunder turned the ball over 27 times and still won this game. Uh, they had one, two, three, four, five guys have three plus turnovers. Basley had six, Dort had three, Maladone had five, Roby had three, Jerome had four. Just giving it away like candy and still somehow managed to, to squeak out a win. Uh, in reference to Baisley, Clay says the spin move isn't working. Man, <laughs> I thought the Thunder were going to piss this one away at the end when Baisley tried to spin at midcourt and just lost the basketball and turned it over. So on brand for Baisley right now. Uh, Call Me Art drops a, a gif. It all sucks. Yes, I think the Boston Celtics kind of suck right now too. Jeremiah Caesar says we didn't even play that much better. Then we have recently the Celtics were just plain awful. 100%. Celtics fans are going absolutely nuts. Yes, if I was a Celtics fan, I'd be pissed off as well. Kamiar says, am I your favorite follower? Kamiar, you are my favorite person in life. So you are welcome. Um, Kamiar says, We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. That I paused and said, "My guy," talking about Poku, and he thought he was going to say Kamiar. Uh, Kamiar, you're st- you're still my 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 number one. Do you think Mark wanted this game more than any game since he's from the Boston area? Yeah. So actually, Mark Dagnall and Sam Presti are both from the Boston area. So Mark had a lot of family in the stands tonight. I think the Thunder players also probably knew that losing this game meant they would have the longest losing streak in franchise history. And I'm sure that was some pretty strong motivation for this team. I'm sure they talked about this uh, last night after the game, today before the game. So I'm sure there was a lot of motivation uh, as far as that's concerned as well. The economy is made up of real people doing real stuff, and it affects everything, which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff. Marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news. We dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. 
Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Like any good team, hiring the right employees for your front office is just as important as recruiting the best players for the game. That's why you need Indeed. Indeed is the job site that makes hiring as easy as one, two, three. Post, screen, and interview all on Indeed. Get your quality shortlist of candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description faster. Only pay for the candidates that meet must-have qualifications and schedule and complete video interviews in your Indeed dashboard. According to Talent Nest, Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. Get started right now with a free $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com BlueWire. Get a $75 credit at Indeed.com BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through June 30th. Terms and conditions apply. Colin, any chance they can catch Detroit? So, interesting question, Colin. Uh, According to the standings right now, the Thunder are two games behind Detroit, two and a half behind Orlando, three behind Minnesota. There is still a chance if the Thunder lose out the rest of the season, will Detroit win three three games the rest of the season. There's a possibility, uh, and, and Oklahoma City would jump them. Um, same thing with Orlando. I don't know if Orlando will win three more, but I'm really keeping my eye on Minnesota. And I know that sounds crazy, but Minnesota is 5-5 five and five in their last 10. They've won two in a row. They're probably going to win tonight against the Rockets to make it three in a row. And the, the Timberwolves came out today and said they are not going to rest their main guys, they're going to work on building chemistry and continuity and are not going to intentionally tank. There's a chance that Minnesota climbs the standings, which would be very bad for them. But there's a chance. So the the odds got a little bit slimmer tonight with Oklahoma City winning and there being so few games left. But you hold out hope they can at least hold on to number five uh, and not lose it to Cleveland. And hopefully jump maybe up to number four. I think anything past four is is pushing it, uh, but you can always help. I think there's still definitely a chance there. Um, Blaine asked, thoughts on Minnesota starting to win? Yeah, I kind of just touched on that. Uh, Nate Sanders, you think this is the last win? That's a tough question, Nate. I mean, Indiana is the next opponent for the Thunder, and they got just obliterated by the Trailblazers tonight. Uh, Indiana's not great. Um, the Thunder play the Kings three times coming up. Uh, the Kings aren't great. I hope this was the last win, but we'll see. We'll see. Kamiar asks, how much do you think Gabriel Deck and his experience moves the needle for you on this team the rest of the season? Is he a project, salary filler, or trade bait? That's a really good question. So according to some, um, I think it was a media member from Argentina, maybe, said Deck recorded his sixth straight negative COVID test today and will be available for the Thunder moving forward. So we will see what happens from there. Uh, I don't know what to expect from Deck. I've never watched the guy. He's never played an NBA game. I think he's probably going to be in a little over his head coming down the stretch here and probably won't contribute to winning. So uh, I I think he's just salary filler for right now. Uh, But I think the Thunder want to get a good look at him next year. Uh, That would be my assumption, Kamir. We have Mitchell wanting to hop up on stage. Let's get Mitchell in here. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Mitchell, what's going on, man? Uh, so I just caught the highlights on YouTube, and I'm in shock. Uh, <laughs> Join <laughs> the club, just, man. I was expecting uh, win number 15. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
you know, so of course every game's a W this this season. Um, I've really fallen in love with our young team. I think they're incredible. I truly believe that the Thunder are are quite possibly the future of the NBA for the next, you know, for for a brief time. You know, uh, all the pieces. You know, it's our our game to lose, I suppose. Um, who do you see? I kind of want to ask you guys. You know, who you might think. Who do you see them moving away from the team, if anybody? I really like just about everybody. Bradley's done really good since he's gotten there. I love Moses Brown. Um, goodness, Isaiah Roby, the Cabbage Patch Kid. He's he's incredible. <laughs> um, you know, I I start to lose hope with Baisley, and then I I see him tonight, and I can't bring myself to to make sense of why you would get rid of him. And, yeah, Baisley to me is like that quote from Dumb and Dumber when he's like, "Just when I thought you couldn't do anything stupider." You come yeah. out and totally redeem yourself. Yeah. That is basically in a nutshell to me. Um, and so I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on, on who you might see getting traded or, you know, wrapped up in some sort of package. I, I really hate to talk like that. You know, of course, it's going to happen in the future. But um, I, I just I can't see anyone leaving and, and not looking at it as, as some sort of loss to this young team. They're just all really good. You know, yeah, for sure. So no, that's a great question, Mitchell. Um, and, and here's the thing: the Thunder have uh, two first-round picks in this upcoming draft. They have um, multiple second-round picks in this upcoming draft, and there's not enough players. Like they're, they're not, yeah. not enough players. There's not enough roster spots yeah. for all of these players coming up. So somewhere, something is going to happen. Uh, with this team and, and some of these players, you know, uh, the first ones that immediately jump out to me, uh, Tony Bradley and Svi Mihailuk are both restricted. Uh, Svi might be unrestricted. I'm not sure, but they're both free agents this summer. Yeah. And so what happens with those guys? How much money do they command? Um, are those guys you want to bring back? Let's just say for argument's sake that, you know, the Svee's Thunder ended up like with a number- man who needs to get paid. So, yeah, Let, let's say yeah. for argument's sake, the Thunder land at number two in the draft and take Evan Mobley. Well, Tony Bradley's a free agent. Moses Brown is under contract for three more years. It would make sense for Tony Bradley to be the odd man out there, right? Uh, that that just yeah. that yeah. that's what it seems like to me. Um, yeah. Besides him, Horde, I look maybe. at. Sorry, say it again. Horde is that his name? Yeah, Jalen Hort. So he's on a two-way, yep. so he technically doesn't count towards the okay. um, the 15-man roster. So uh, who knows what what those two-way spots look like next year. But after that, it starts to get difficult. Like, it, do you let Svi go and not sign him in, in free agency? Uh, you got a second-round pick in that trade as well. So is that the asset? Uh, and you let Svi go. Um, you know, is, is it something where the Thunder try to package together a deal and trade away like a, a Kenrich Williams um, you mentioned yeah. Darius Baisley. My my problem with that, um, I, I think he stays on the roster number one because I think the Thunder still believe there's something there, and then number two, just I don't think there's a a lot of value for Baisley around the league. It's not like teams are lining up to to give up assets to get Darius Baisley. But out of yeah, everybody so. on this roster, I think your top three, like I I wouldn't call. I don't know if I call any of the three of them untradeable guys, but I think the top three in order probably go Shea, Poku, Dort. 
that's what I that that's not my personal list. It kind of is my personal list, but that's what I think the Thunderfront office probably sees it as. Is Shea is like the least likely guy to get traded uh, after him? Probably Poku, just because the age and the upside. And then after that, Lugens Dort. Now it's not like they're going to go trade Lugens Dort for like the twentieth pick in the draft. But if it's trade a, a draft pick or two plus Lou to jump from seven to three. Uh, I think that's something that the Thunder heavily consider doing. Uh, I love Lugens Dort. Uh, we all love Lugens Dort. It, it, if you don't love Lugens yeah. Dort, you're probably an enemy of the state and a terrorist. But <laughs> he is he, he has a ceiling on his game. And if the Thunder believe that they can give him up to get a player with a higher ceiling, uh, I think that's something that they would consider doing. So the roster carousel going into next season, even the season after that, Mitchell, I think is going to be very interesting to watch uh, as the Thunder continue to cycle in young guys and and make trade packages to get high draft picks. Yeah, I'm hoping, you know, Presti will just package up everything we have in this coming draft and just, you know, get get his guy and, and try and preserve a little bit of what we have here. I, you know, I love Kenny Hustle and, and Roby, like I said. So hopefully the team just grows and, and can keep growing together. But. Definitely, and that, that's what makes some of this so much fun is watching these young guys for the Thunder develop over time and seeing where they were back in December and January, seeing where they are now, especially looking at a oh, guy like Lou. I mean, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, exactly. You, you look at these guys and you see the growth over time, <laughs> and it, it makes it really, really fun. So, um, yeah, I, I'm with you. Hopefully they can keep a lot of these young guys together. Um but I don't think that they are going to be shy in trading some of them in order to get players that they think have higher ceilings and higher upsides. So the, the, the carousel will be fascinating as we move forward. Right on. Well, you'll have to edit in the sounder for me there. I can't do it as good as Shaq does. So, <laughs> 100%. I will make sure I do that before I upload the audio tonight. All right. Take it easy, hey, guys. Thanks, Mitchell. Appreciate time. it. All right, if anyone else wants to hop up and chat, uh, get in here. Let's let's make it happen. Um, oh, Jeremiah Caesar wants up. Let's get Jeremiah in here. Oh, oh can you hear me? Hey, Jeremiah, yeah, what's going on, man? Oh, man, why did the Celtics have to do that to us? It's like the <laughs> it's, uh, clockwork orange when, like, yes, prying our this, eyes open, having us watch that. The, I mean, throwing up bricks. <laughs> Yeah, again, you know, I I said it earlier that, you know, we have to give credit to the Thunder because the Thunder played well. Uh, The young guys played well. But, my God, the the Celtics just looked like – it was like watching a train wreck, watching the Celtics play tonight. Um, Peyton Pritchard has a career-high 28. Jalen Brown – didn't feel like Jalen Brown had 39, but Jalen Brown goes for 39. Besides that, just an absolute trash fire from the rest of the Boston Celtics – like I'm surprised we have like 15 people in the room right now. I'm surprised you, you all aren't searching locker room for a Boston Celtics fan reaction to this game and just listening to like the verbal fist fights that are happening right now. It would be very funny to listen to. And I can only imagine <laughs> thinking yeah, back no, 100%. all the times when uh, 100%. we're competitive and we lose games like this and then it would be, a conversation about Westbrook. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. So Jeremiah, tell me what was, even though, you know, uh, fr- just from what you're saying, my, my assumption is, you know, you're not happy 
that the Thunder won and, and kind of screwed up the tank here a little bit. Uh, but from these young players, which guy did you think was the most impressive tonight? You know, Dort played pretty well, but, you know, it's Poku. It's always Poku. Whenever Poku scores, like, above 10 points or even whenever he did that eight-point, like, mold, like six-block game, that's also good. So Poku doing anything is always a great watch. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, he, It's just like every game he does a little bit of something new. Uh, tonight, for me, the, the play for Poku tonight was – uh, he, I was in the first half. He had the ball on the left wing, uh, made a move around his man, drove, uh, and looked like he was about to shoot a layup. And the, the big rotated over to him. And Poku just no looked like little drop off pass to Moses Brown for a dunk. Uh, I think it was Moses Brown. It's just the little things like that where he just reads the game at such a high level that his, his skill level and his size just make him, I know this phrase is overused, but he's just such a unicorn. That it's it's just so much fun to watch. You also mentioned Dort uh, scrolling through the box score. Dort with 13 free throw attempts tonight. Uh, we had talked probably a couple weeks ago about how Dort needed to work on finishing at the rim. Uh, that was a a big deficiency in his game. Uh, still didn't do that great tonight. Was only five of 14 from the field, three of eight from three. So if you subtract the three pointers, that's two of six from from inside the arc, but 13 free throw attempts means he's being aggressive, getting to the basket. Uh, he is getting fouled and he is hitting his free throws. And I think that's huge for his development moving forward. Yeah. Door, the door, <laughs> the torture chamber. Always great to watch him play yeah. good. <laughs> so, well, we will, uh, we will hope that the thunder will get back to their losing ways coming uh, up on Thursday, Jeremiah, but uh, any more thoughts? It's also important to know, like, they go into that deal about, like, being upset about the win, but I don't blame the players. Like, the players, like, you're supposed to win the game. You play to win the game. So there's nothing – I'm not upset at the players for winning here. Oh, no, for <laughs> sure, right? Like, we've said this a lot. Players don't tank. They are out there busting their ass trying to win basketball games. It's the front office – uh, assembling a roster of young guys who need to develop. It's the front office that is that is gearing the tank. The players have no intention of losing basketball games. That is not in their DNA. They are not trying to do that. That's why the argument of like, oh, you're teaching players how to be losers and building a losing culture that that anti tanking people like spout off. It's just it's such bullshit. Like that that's all it is. Like you know if if doing that built losing. A losing culture and a losing mentality, well, that didn't happen for Russell Westbrook or Kevin Durant or Joel Embiid or Ben Simmons or literally any other superstar in the league who didn't go to a successful team to start off, right? Like Kawhi Leonard is the exception to the rule. The rest of these superstar players in the league typically started off on teams that lost. And you know what? They're still fine and they're still making the playoffs and making uh, title and, and conference finals and NBA final pushes. So... Uh, yeah, you can't blame the players. The players are out there busting their ass. The coaching staff is doing a great job developing these guys for long-term success. So nothing against the players at all. Uh, the only players we should be mad at tonight are the Boston Celtics players for not being very good. Damn, Fournier just had – I'm still mad about Fournier just bricking all those He shots. was He was awful. Like, what? if you are a Celtics fan, you have to be pretty upset that they burned the trade exception to get Fournier – uh, oh who just has God. not been good. 
Yeah, like what there was some I was seeing from Celtics fans saying like he's only scored fifteen points in the last five or six games that he's played. And he's bricked so yeah. many shots. It's just ridiculous. Uh, like you now, you get rid of Gordon Hayward and you get that trade exec- exception just to get him. That's just yeah. bad. Yeah, it's it does not look good. Uh Logan in the chat says that uh Fournier is coming off of COVID. Uh so I, I was not aware of that. So that that does change it a little bit for him, right? Like you you have to uh give these guys the benefit of the doubt coming off of uh, a COVID diagnosis that's um you know, I mean, uh, uh, even though Jason Tatum didn't play tonight, he's still using an inhaler before games because his breathing's not right from COVID. So uh, definitely understand uh, if he is coming off of COVID, kind of the the poor performance. But just the Celtics overall just looked like they just didn't give a crap tonight. Uh, and it, it definitely came across on the basketball court. Save, again, Peyton Pritchard and Jalen Brown. So awesome. Jeremiah, thank you so much yeah. for hopping up, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, if anybody else wants to hop up here and chat, make sure to hit that request to speak button. We'd love to get you up here uh, while we're doing that. Uh, I've mentioned that I was going to say it a few times, so I'll dive into it now. We've, we've kind of talked about it, but man, just an absolutely pitiful, pitiful performance by the Celtics. Uh, to me, this game was 30% the Thunder playing well and 70% the Boston Celtics just being awful, uh, just being af- absolutely awful. Uh Tristan Thompson, 18 minutes, two points, four rebounds, five fouls. Evan Fournier, 11 points on 14 field goals in 35 minutes. Uh, did have seven rebounds and five steals. Wow. But how many times the Thunder turned the ball over? You'd expect somebody to have some steals. Marcus Smart, 14 points on 17 shots. Uh, Jabari Parker played four minutes. Uh, Grant Williams in 11 minutes had two points on three shots. Aaron Naismith had two points on two shots in 12 minutes. Luke Cornett was not bad. 10 points on seven shots, 20 minutes tonight. Romeo Langford wasn't awful either, but just not enough. Uh, n- just not enough from anybody from Boston, really. Uh, Kalmyar says that Roby is 100% a cabbage patch doll. Blaine says Tony Bradley probably gets the short end of the stick if they end up with Mobley. Talked about that a little bit, but yes, I totally agree, Blaine. Um, Kyle McPherson says Thunder don't want K. Changed my mind. It's a bit of a hot take, Kyle. I like that, uh, Kyle. If you want to hit that request to speak button and come up and uh and defend yourself, I'm I'm ready for it. Uh, Connor says he wants to cry as a Celtics fan. Connor, I'm sorry, man. Um, your team should have won tonight. <laughs> and then Nate said, "Why couldn't y'all just win, man?" <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, anyone would be better than our bench players now, says DJ. Um, I don't know. The Thunder have uh, – you got to realize the Thunder are starting bench players. So whenever the starters are back next season, I think the Thunder are going to have a pretty nice little bench. Elijah Dwyer pulling out the hot take as well. Dort better than Poku. Uh, Logan, I guess – sorry, I guess Logan was a uh, uh, a Celtics fan. says, aren't you guys tanking? You should have just let my Celtics win. Hey, Logan, the Thunder turned the ball over 27 times, bro. They tried to let the Celtics win. I promise you. Uh, Logan says he wants to cry. Uh, who else do we have in here? What's going on? Um, Mitchell, who was on stage earlier, says 1-14 one one is still an incredible tank job. Yes, 100%. Uh, don't lose sight of the forest because of the trees. Isn't that the saying, I think? Logan said, Poku looks very good. That's from a Celtics fan. Thank you, Logan. Yeah, it's fun to hear 
uh, fans of other teams' perspective on players. Uh, Nate says half of the Thunder players are playing for a job right now. Probably so. Uh, starting, starting to see what else we have in here. Uh, tonight's win for OKC has to be considered a loss, says Alex Golden. Uh, my guy Alex from the Setting the Pace podcast. Uh, I guess Alex is so upset about the Pacers blowout that he had to come and, and join and join our misery instead. Uh, yes, Alex, 100%. Um, this should be considered a loss for the Thunder. Uh, they need to lose games to tank. Uh, Kamiar says, let's say OKC drafts Scotty Barnes. What's next year's starting lineup with the offseason in mind? Man, Kamiar, that's that's fascinating because then Scotty is like a he's like your prototypical four. So you still have to start a five. Uh probably somebody like Moses Brown or if Al Horford's still around, Al Horford. And then do you start Baisley at the three or Poku at the three? That becomes fascinating. For me, it's an easy argument. It's it's Alexei Pokashevsky. Um now, do you start to really play some BS and you just start Baisley, Poku, and Scotty Barnes in your front court and you start Shea and Lou in your back court? Um, I mean, hell, sign me up. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah, Nate says Scotty at the small ball five. Uh, I like that idea a lot. I really do. So, um, But let's hope the Thunder are not in position to draft Scotty Barnes because they're picking two or three. I know that's that's high hopes, but uh, but let's hope they get there. Um. All right, if anybody else wants to hop up and speak, please hit that request speak button. We'd love to get you guys up here. While we wait for that, though, as tradition on the post-game shows that I host, at least, I, I think Nick did this last night. We did it on Sunday night. We're doing it again here tonight. I have tankathon.com, uh, the number one website in the Oklahoma City metro area. Tankathon.com is queued up on my laptop right now. We are going to hit this sim lottery button. It is very sad to look at Tankathon right now and see that streak for OKC says 1-1, one, one, uh, like W-O-N-O-N-E, 1-1, one, one, instead of lost 14, because uh, the lost 14 pops up in very bright green, and it always made me happy. Uh, and now I'm not so happy with it anymore. So, But let's do a sim here right now and see what happens. Ooh, this is a good sim, guys. Uh, my my again, my man Alex Golden from the Setting the Pace Pacers podcast is in here. Alex, you'll be happy to know that my sim has Indiana picking number one overall. Congratulations! But the Thunder in this sim land four and five. I am one hundred percent in on that. If that's what lottery night ends up looking like for the Thunder, sign me up, man. That's most likely that is the two G League Ignite guys. But if it is not the Ignite Boys, as Jeremiah says in the chat, uh, that means you're getting one of uh, of Evan Mobley or Jalen Suggs and an Ignite, an, an Ignite player, and I am 10,000% on board with that. Give that to me all day, every day. Huh, one more spin. We get Oklahoma City at two, and the Thunder also end up at pick 16 uh, or 17, which is Miami. This is another problem with Boston losing tonight is they are now tied with Miami in the standings. The Thunder need Miami to drop as much as possible. Uh, the Thunder need Miami to be in the play-in tournament and hopefully lose that play-in tournament so that Miami pick becomes a lottery pick. Uh, Alex says, let's go fade for Cade in the chat. Uh, you're welcome, Alex. I hope this uh, this helps your night uh, become a little bit better after that Pacers blowout. Alex also asks, when is Shea coming back? 
Uh, not this season. Shea's not going to play another game this year. I would be shocked if Shea plays another game this season. Uh, I, I really, really would. Elijah says, Shea, Cade, and Lou going to be scary. Hey, Elijah, take that that comment, melt it down into liquid form, put it in a syringe, and inject it straight into my veins. I am so ready. Oh, all right, guys. Well, with that, we've gone for about 35 minutes here. This is our third night of podcasting in a row, so I don't want to keep you guys too long. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the Thunder win. right? I hope you enjoyed watching these young guys play well. Uh, it was a, a, a bit of fresh air for this team. Uh, I, I hope, I, not I hope, I know that the, the Thunder players really appreciate it as well, and they're happy that they won. They're probably fired up. Um, but let's not get carried away here. Let's come out and lose to Indiana, give Alex's team a W come Thursday night. Uh, let's get back on that losing streak. Let's build it back up before the end of the season and see if the Thunder have the possibility of climbing this this tank board a little bit before we get to the end of the season. After tonight, the Thunder have, is it 11 games left? I think it might be 11 left for the Thunder uh, or 10. I'm trying to look it up right now. Uh, 10 games left for the Thunder. So we are we are coming down the stretch. Uh, so we are nearly there. Uh, yeah, Jeremiah says 10 left. So Thunder have the eighth most difficult schedule remaining. Uh, three games against the Kings, the Pelicans, the Pacers, Jazz, Suns, Clippers, and Golden State twice. Uh, Alex says, uh, thanks for the hard work you do. We enjoy the podcast. And then he says, hashtag beat the Pacers. Hey, th- appreciate you, Alex. Well, uh, Alex, on Thursday, when our two teams play again, we'll have to jump in a another locker room here and break it down together once more. Alex and I did that, uh, was it last week, and it had a blast. So we'll, we'll have to get it again next week, or not next week. In a couple of days, Alex will reach out. But for the rest of you guys, man, thank you so much for joining the locker room. Really appreciate you guys. Had some Celtics fans in here tonight. Uh, had some other like non-Thunder Celtics fans, so really appreciate you guys. If you all listening to the podcast version of this have not already, make sure to download the Locker Room app. It is now in beta for the Android as well, for Android users. So Android users, go download it. Make sure to follow us. You can follow me. I'm Jacob Niffin on Locker Room. You can follow my co-host, Kamiar Morabian, who I believe has the Thursday night game. You can follow Taylor Peterson, Nick Crane, and Justin Peabody. We all do the post games here for the uncontested. Thank you guys so, so, so much. We will talk to you again Thursday night. Until then, enjoy your week. And as always, I'm changing up now. Thunder down. Let's lose some more games. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.